0: Hey, church family. My name is Saul. I am the worship pastor here at Cornerstone Church. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Hope that this sermon inspires you, that it encourages you, and builds your faith. But well, we're so honored and thankful that you are listening in. And let's go ahead and just dive yeah, deep. Give Jesse a hand clap.
1: Didn't she do a good job? She did a good job. We, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we've been talking about. We'll we'll just pick this up that the. This would be my opening scripture: "The steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord." And uh, you know, uh, when the Lord spoke to us, to, to me on a Wednesday night, that um, Jesse uh, was the one to go into the position that she's at. She was in management at J.C. Penney's, and um, I, I thought, you know, uh, you know, the, the great man of faith and power I am. I thought, there's no way we can afford to compete with J.C. Penney's. But God gave us a figure to offer, and uh, we, gave, we, we uh, gave it to them and asked them to pray over it. But there really wasn't much past that because, if I recall correctly, the figure that God gave us was the same figure God gave them. And so, uh, so here, here they are, and we, we so appreciate that. Woo! Amen. Uh, just so y'all can hug on them and love on them uh, Ron and Laquetta the uh, spot number one out there they are uh, they're going to be pulling out of here um, uh, Friday I think and so they're getting car back and everything and so uh, love on them after church and, and um, we so appreciate uh, MAPS uh, MAPS uh, is uh, we're, we're as far as we are here calls for for several years maps uh, came alongside and partnered with us and so we just bless you that you've always got a home here and we want you to know that i mean i'm being serious about that you always have a home here i just hope i have a bedroom when i come visit in alaska okay all right but you always have a home here amen everybody that's where they're from uh yeah they're from uh anchorage fairbanks fairbanks Alaska, and uh, uh, but um, they'll they'll be uh, heading heading north to Oklahoma, then on into Missouri, I think. And so we're going to be praying for you guys, and amen. then Melly and I is going to pray with you tomorrow. So, Amen. So, so that's good. Um, real quick, um, you know, uh, our steps are ordered by God, Amen. amen. And uh, everybody's got a story, and I. Uh, I know in women's ministry you got you you take time and and people have, you know you ladies personally share the story, but everybody's here because this is where uh, you know God said this is where I want you to be, and uh, you know that's so important. And um, Saul, how long have you been here? A year. A year. So a, a year, and uh, uh, Saul comes all the way from San Antonio, Texas. And um, uh, it's Saul here, his mom and dad call him Saul. Uh, But here in Winnie, it's Saul. Uh, In San Antonio, I guess it's Saul. Uh, But, uh, uh, you know, when we we were looking to fill the spot, you know, we're just not looking to fill a spot, Saul's here because God picked him, and I'm going to tell you why is, you know, we had a stack of resumes, and we were just going through them naturally. And every every time we'd, I mean, this guy's name popped up every meeting. We even, I don't tell you, we even called him at one time, said, hey. But i won't tell you, when his name kept coming up in the meeting, you know, about four and five times, about the fifth time, I said, hey, I, I want his resume, which was not impressive at all. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you don't, you know, you need to just, when even when things don't, you know, always line up like you think they should, you know, you, I'm telling you, the safer thing is to go with God. Amen. And I, I've learned to just appreciate this brother. Uh, he's not preaching tonight, but I've given him a few minutes and to, just to uh, share with you so you can hear his heart and uh, what the Lord gives him. And uh, then we're going to open up. I'll tell you where we're going to go. Um, we're going to go. I think we're going to go to be, be ready to go to, uh, I, I, I think I, I will start with the scripture, John fifteen five, and then I'm going to go to Hebrews chapter 11. And I'll tell you what verse. I think it's about 18, but I'll have to look at it. All
0: right. Appreciate it, Pastor. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, well, if you have your Bibles, uh, I'm going to start in, uh, in Philippians 4, uh, verses 6 through 7. If you can pull that up for me in the Jumbo Bible, please. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. And I'm reading out of the New Kings James Version. And it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through jesus christ so i kind of wanted to share a story when i read this verse and pastor kevin had said hey want you to want you to talk uh i thought back in july Uh, My parents were planning a trip to come and visit out uh, visit out over here in the small town of Winnie (laughs) I love Winnie Uh, And they came and visit us. They were planning to come and visit us and uh, uh, It was a great perfect time because my brother just got back home from college back from Baylor my dad was able to kind of set some time aside to be able to uh, come and visit Karina and I and I if you didn't know this, Karina is now the favorite, the favorite of, all, of our family. So they really just come and visit Karina, not me. Uh, but uh, a day before, when they were about to head out into the road, they had called me and my mom was on the phone and she said, and she was crying and she was devastated and she was sad and, and she had told me the bad news. And she said that everyone in the house had tested positive for COVID. And so what would have been a two-week mandatory vacation became a two-month problem uh, for my family. And I didn't really share this a lot with a lot of people, but my dad was the one who got it the worst. And he had to get all tubed up in the hospital, had to get an oxygen tank. Um, They later find out that he had a a very small minor heart attack. And uh, during this time, at the same time, I'm texting my mom, I'm encouraging her. You know. (laughs) like she she'll call me like hey like sing a song I'll start singing a worship song to her and uh, obviously it's all in Spanish Uh, (laughs) and uh, and uh, we're texting and, and we're going back and forth and I'm telling her you know pulling out scripture and just telling her building her faith through this whole time at the same time as I was building her faith the enemy was working harder and she would hear the doctors just the doctors would put fear into her heart The doctors would just kind of just tell her the negative stuff and she would just kind of just feel so flustered and and she didn't know what to do but God gave me that picture of of a real spiritual battle of a real spiritual war going on and uh, so when so when you're praying in faith and when you're believing for your situation and when you're believing for healing for joy for peace the enemy is going to work ten times harder than you he, and remember that he's going to work 10 times harder than you to battle and to try to kill, steal, kill, and destroy. And in this moment, he tried to steal my mom's joy. And so I wanted to highlight these two, the, these two parts in, in uh, Philippians 4. And the first is be anxious for nothing. And it's so important. Man, the Bible puts it so easy for us and so clear as day. Be anxious for nothing. But when we hear those words we tend to do the opposite we tend to do the opposite right and so we try to we try to figure it all out we try to uh, create scenarios and try to do hey God what if this what if that but God says be anxious for nothing the next part I want to highlight is the peace of God that which which surpasses all understanding when you pray for peace God starts to do this thing. He'll start to guard your heart, guard your mind. And whenever situation, like for example, my dad being in in the hospital, I was able to filter that through God, and God was able to give me peace, even though there was so much chaos going around for me. Amen? Sweet. Well, that's all I had to share with y'all, and I thought it was awesome. I thought it was so great to share this verse because it was kind of what Pastor's been talking about, building your faith. Continue to hold on to the truth of God and to hear God. But I wanted to go ahead and pray before we transition to pastor uh, for y'all. Let's go ahead and bow our heads. Father God, I just pray right now for all the situations, all the needs that are uh, being met tonight, God. God, would you just touch our hearts, God? Would you just quiet the anxiety voice, God? God, in Jesus' name, we're believing in faith, we're believing in healing, we're believing in miracles to happen tonight, God. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank
1: Amen. So Amen. Well, I'm gonna shift gears because, give, go ahead. My pastor said, "Don't patty cake, clap, clap." Give him. It was good. It was good. I want to shift and go to Hebrews uh, uh, 11 because he really set me up good for this, and then I may come back. But Hebrews uh, chapter 11 uh, and um, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11 is known around the world as the faith Hall of Fame people you know you you start off you've heard me preach it a uh, you know reference it so many thousands of times over the years uh, Hebrews 11 1 now faith is the substance the things hope for the evidence the things not seen uh, you know, it talks about by faith uh, elders rep- uh, uh uh, attained a, a good report. You know, you can either, you know, when you're faced with something, you either start looking for the bad report or the good report. We used to sing a song in church called Whose Report Will You Believe? Mm-hmm. We Will Believe the Report of the Lord. You know, uh, and you've never heard that saying, but for whatever reason, at one church, I opened service and that's what they started with every week. So this boy right here led that song every Sunday morning. Opened him. Uh, op, uh, well, they, we opened with that, and then, and then I, ha- I had to pray. So every week, I I sang and led the congregation. And whose report are you gonna believe? And then the congregation's response was, "We shall believe the report of the Lord." The song goes on to say, uh, "His report says I'm healed. His report says I'm free." And Uh, Past that, I'm just uh, making stuff up because I can't remember all the words of it. But it was a few years ago. But you've got to believe the report of the Lord because you're going to have opportunity to get the bad report. We've all had the bad report. Now, we're going to read this because uh, starting in, um, I'm sorry, who's back there working? Scott. Scott, I'm going to start in verse 17, and I'm just going to give you a warning. I'm going to read all the way. uh, uh, I'm going sk- to skim some of it, but I'm going uh, I'll, to... I'll tell you what. Don't put it up. Don't put this up yet. Uh, sp- put, get ready for verse 32, and then when I get there, throw it up, okay? Because if not, we will be a lot of reading. Of course, I probably could have read it quicker than I explained all that. All right, all right. Hebrews 11. Here's what I want you to get tonight, and then we're just, we're just going to pick up. Uh, how many of you have already figured out that just because you're following God, he's ordering, listen, he's ordering your steps. He's lighting our path. But how many have already learned just in living life and walking this, this walk that just because he's ordering your steps doesn't mean it exempts you from problems? You know what, I, 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 we can talk faith every day of the week. I, I really, I, I'll, real quick for me, I didn't, uh, I, I, I was a good preacher of faith until I had to step out in faith. And I'll tell you how I, how I realized I was a good talker but not such a good walker It's when we moved here because I don't know how many, there's 30-something people. I doubled my debt on a house, moving to a church that I'd already been told wasn't going, probably the chances of it staying open were not good, but somebody, this is what what somebody said. They said, but somebody's got to go close the doors. And I just looked at them and I said, you know, I can't believe God at this point in our life would send us somewhere to fail. And so I was a big talker until the day God started speaking to me to let go of a, a comfortable job in Houston. That you know, and I, it was family business. I work, Mary D. I work with my brother. He's, he's he's eight years older than I am, and uh, he looks it now. But uh, he's eight years older than I am, and. Uh, uh, but, I, I mean, I pretty much, business-wise, ran everything. So, so I mean, it was a sweet deal. It was a sweet deal. I wrote my own paycheck every week. I signed my own paycheck. I endorsed my own paycheck. I gave myself bonuses. He, he knew. I mean, when we had, I mean, it was kind of a sweet thing. And then uh, the Lord, you know, all God told you, God always speaks to me when I'm minding my own business. I'm minding my own business in service here. And God says, okay, it's time to let, you need to let go of that. You need to let go of the job. Well, you know, know, when you leave somewhere, they're not all anxious to keep paying you. Mm. And the pay at that time didn't look too appealing on this side. But that's where I learned... That it's one thing to talk about faith; it's another thing to take a a step in it. And 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 I can tell you, we're we're not because of me, but because of everybody, we're we're at steps. We are where we are today because we've taken steps of faith. But I want you to know, because when we start talking about faith, we, we just we always look. Faith always has this look for the best outcome for us you agree with that? I mean we're looking but I want you to see something tonight I want you to see something tonight uh, I, I'm all start because the whole the, the whole Hebrews 11 uh, just you know one p- person after another um, uh, you know just the faith greats and, but starting in verse 17 it says by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and who he had Received the promise, offered up His only begotten Son. Can I say something here, just so you can have a wow moment, that I didn't realize this till yesterday. You know, we've been talking about covenant. And, and, it, and it, I, I could, I'd have to go preach on the whole thing. But just that, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And, and, and if you don't know that, Isaac was his son. And God said, why don't you take him up and sac, you know, sacrifice him? He was the, his son was the sacrificial lamb. Can I, can I tell you that I've, I've told you this for years. There is always your part and there's God's part. And when you start talking about covenant agreement, I want you to just see something so you can think about it, read about it, but but God spoke to him to do this, and when he took the step to do it, and then there, you know, there was provision there, there was a ram in the thicket, and and everything, uh, you know, and that's a whole a whole great message in and of itself. But but God's going into covenant relationship with Him, and you remember on Sunday morning a couple of weeks ago, I read the scripture where where God speaking of this covenant says, "As for me," you remember those words, "As for me." So as for God, this is He. This was settled. But but here's what I want you just to have a moment to just think about. Do you, before God went into covenant with Abraham, Abraham had. When Abraham was willing to offer his son, God was willing to offer his. Right, uh, just, uh, you know, let it roll around and th- th- think about it because there's always, it goes back to when you have a need, provision is already there. Amen. But you got to take the step. So let's, let's, let's watch this. Uh, I, just, I, want you, I just want because it really ties into what. Uh, Saul said by faith Abraham when he was old tested uh, uh, tested he was tested offered up Isaac uh And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, son, uh, it was said, and Isaac, your seed shall be called. And I mean, then you can go on and read about that. Verse 20, by faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Verse uh, 21, by faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of his sons. Uh, Verse 22, by faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning, concerning his bones Uh, uh, 23 by faith when he was born was hidden three months by his parents because uh, they saw that he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command and and, you know uh, and uh, Moses you know live with pharaoh's daughter i mean verse twenty seven by faith he forsook, forsook egypt not fearing the wrath of the king uh, by by verse twenty eight by faith, by faith he kept the passover and sprinkled of blood lest he uh... lest he who Destroyed the first one should touch them. You remember, you know. If you don't know the Bible verse, you remember. You remember the the uh, you know every Easter. The you know we, we what was that? The Ten Commandments. I you know, and I mean you. I tell you, they every Easter watch the Ten Commandments. You get you can get a really just read them. Read the commandments. <laughs> And then you can say, hey, I've already read the book. Number, uh, verse 29, by faith they passed through the Red Sea, and it was dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. Uh, verse 30, by faith the walls of Jericho fell uh, after seven days. Verse 32, uh, and here's where I want to pick up reading, and I want you to stay with me on this. And what more shall we say for the time would fail me? You know what he's saying? He said, listen, I could keep talking to you about all the people who stepped out in faith and God showed up. And he said, what more shall I say for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, uh, also of David, Samuel, and the prophets? Verse 33 says, who through faith subdued, listen to this. Verse 33, who through faith, SUBDUED KINGDOMS, WORKED RIGHTEOUSNESS, OBTAINED PROMISES, STOPPED THE MOUTHS OF LIONS, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to, uh, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, women received their dead, uh, raised to life again. Wow! And then it goes on to say, keep going, it says, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection still others had trial of mockings and scourging yes and of chains and of imprisonment they were stoned they were sawn in two they were tempted they were slain with uh, with sword they Wandered about in sheepskins, in goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Now watch this. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, in mountains, in dens, in caves of the earth. And all of these. Everybody say all of these. And all of these. All of these all the way from Abraham to Isaac to Joseph to Moses to the parting of the sea to the falling, of the walls of Jericho of Gideon of David of Samson and the ones that were tortured and the ones that were stoned and all of these verse 39 having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us now you know a lot of reverence is, is heaven and, and you know you've heard me say you know uh, you know heaven's gonna be a great place I mean, you know I, I want to say it's page three oh four, but Aaron might have to help me. What, you know what was, there was the song in Hymns of Glorious Place? Won't it be wonderful there, having no burdens to bear? Glorious! I mean, heaven's gonna be great. And when we start out in faith, you know, we just have this in our own thought of how everything should play out. I learned in my 20s, I learned that America was kind of in a unique spot because we had people that we knew in other countries that were meeting in churches, that if they were caught meeting or even having church or be, or talking about God, that they could be at, there there was no trial, there was no you could be executed on the spot by, by a police officer, if you will. It's against the law. And it's punishable by death. And we're not talking about, we're not talking about what we're reading here that was written whatever thousands of years ago, what portion of scripture you're reading. We're talking about in our lifetime. I remember sitting, I remember sitting uh, with with uh, Melanie and I sitting with our with uh, with a couple uh, part of my family. And Melanie just made this was your year, several years ago you know I mean China I mean is communist, and I mean the word is not welcome was not welcome in China, and and that that we had churches in China, underground churches nobody knew about them. And uh, we were sitting there, and Melanie just spoke up. And then he, he, he was a big student of the Word. But Melanie spoke up and said, God's going to open the door for, for the gospel to be preached freely in China. And he said, he said, it'll never happen. Well, I'll tell you, we've lived life long enough that it did happen. Now, it may look a little bit different today. And, and you know, uh, restrictions, you know, may be there. Uh, India... India you you know you can preach the gospel can i tell you there is more freedom to preach the gospel in india than there is in the united states I, i'm i'm telling you you in the united states if i go to a city and you know and start you know preaching if if i didn't get the right permits or anything like that you can get in trouble they'll shut you down if you didn't do it the right way you can get shut down In India, you can preach the gospel anywhere you want. The issue or the thing is in India, you just can't, you cannot, it is against the law for me to tell, uh, in, in India, to tell them that Jesus is the only way. Now, when John and I were there 20 years, 8, 8, 17, 18, 19 years ago, at that time, they were worshiping over 33 million uh, gods. 33 million. 33 million gods. There's shrines of, uh, all, I mean, just stuff all over the country. Uh, the missionary summed it up. He said, India is the dumping ground for every religion. And he said, we've learned that God, when they start coming to church, that they have that revelation, the moment, usually it doesn't even take six weeks, that he's, God shows up in their life in such a way that they say he is the one true God. Listen, here's the thing, there's freedom there, but we set ourselves up if we think that we're not going to have bumps along the way. So just because you have a bump along the way doesn't mean that your faith isn't working. It doesn't mean that your steps are no longer being ordered by God because they're in in, in our in our culture, because we've been pretty much nestled in here, and we've not gone through persecution. We've not gone through, I I, I mean, we've not gone through what we've seen. We've not gone through in some countries where where they marched, uh, I think it was 13 Christians out in the street and beheaded them in the street. Now, I'm not talking about something out of the Bible. I'm talking about something that happened a few years ago. And so we're nestled here. We're watching, you know, uh, bombings and all this in other countries, and, and there was this safety, but then things started happening here, and it started coming here, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, our attitudes were we're under attack. The church is under attack. Listen, the church has been under attack for years. It just came to our doorstep. Now it's personal to us. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk away with that. You know, those people that that were stoned, everything—they're still mentioned in the Great Hall of Fame of Faith. Now, it didn't turn out the way. I, I'm sure when you know, I'm sure when Stephen got up, that you know, you know, and, and was going to be a follower, uh, follower uh, uh, of God, and 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 uh, you know, he was going to give his whole heart in this. I'm sure when he was. Uh, when, when, the, you know I can almost see that he you know had a vision and a plan for his life and how things were going to work out and then you start reading along and then all of a sudden you read where Stephen is being stoned to death in the streets But you'll also read in that passage of scripture where it's recorded that in that moment the heavens were opened to him. See, I think where we've got, where if if I had to say, what we, we've not done so well in is in a, the busyness of society, the busyness of uh, uh, of living life, the busyness of doing everything, and 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 and, and all. I, I mean, you know, getting a little nest egg for when we're older and and retired, and and and. You know, Melanie's rocking on the front porch or the back porch. We don't have a front porch. But, but you know, but, but getting focused on that, that we forget sometimes some of the main things. And the main thing is, and listen, I just got to stop and say it every once in a while. There's a world out there lost, dying, and going to hell. And some of them, some of them are your neighbors. Some of them are the strangers you come in contact with. Some of them are your family. You say, "Man, that's just that just Pastor, that just brings me down." It should excite you because you have the answer. Right. Oh yeah, I got the answer for that. Man, let me let me pray with that. Let me pray about that. Saul, Saul and I had a, a meeting with someone today, and they were a Christian, which made it a whole lot easier, but uh, worked out some business things. And then, uh, you know, the Lord just kind of, they, they had been sharing about a physical thing going in their, on in their body. And, uh, you know, we finished the meeting, but halfway through the meeting, you know, I knew what we were going to do. So we finished the, that part of the meeting, and I said, okay, let's get to the important stuff. So the guy looks at me and says, like, Okay, what's I thought that's what I was here for. So let's get to the important stuff. Let's pray and let's believe God to heal you. And so right out here in the parking lot, we prayed for God to heal him. See, I gotta be i I gotta be ready, instant in season and out. Listen, why? Because I, I may not get another opportunity. I gotta live my life in such a way that, that I could be listed in the great faith hall of fame. I'm out of time. But, but let, let, let me just give you the Scripture, John 15 and 5, and that's where we're going to close. It's where we've been starting for the last two weeks. We might as well close here tonight. John fifteen five. Can you put it up there for us so we can see it? Uh, I remember this two weeks ago. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me. And the best, to me, the best part of that scripture is the next few words, next four words. He who, see, it's that covenant relationship. God's part, he says, listen, if he who abides in me, depends on me, trusts in me, has faith in me, believes in me, he who abides in me, I mean the best parts of those next four words, and I in him. Him and I in Him. I mean, I'm telling you, without Him, I'm nothing. I'm the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in Him watches bears much fruit. Bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. That other scripture we looked at couple weeks ago, Acts 17, 28, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Listen, here, here's, here's what I want you to get out tonight, because we're going to pick up. Here's what I really I want you to get tonight. Just because you hit a bump in the road, just because there's opposition, just because we prayed the prayer of faith and dad wound up in the hospital fighting for his life, and I'm telling you, it was a little bit, I mean, if you just want to look at it in the natural, it was a little bit touchy and scary there for a while. And I'm trying to be a good pastor and a good mentor and a good friend, and I'm telling you, but while dad's in the hospital, I'm, in, I'm having to go to Pearsall and bury one of my best friends who died of COVID. So I'm having to stay in faith, remain in faith, and be faithful. But just because we hit the spot, I, 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 I'm, I'm in over time. Can I, can I, I, don't, I don't mean this in the way it's going to sound, but I want you to take it the way it sounds. All right? I'm just kind of that's I, Somebody said, "Well, what would we have done? I'm going to use him because he's you know, hit this situation. Well, we, everybody prayed, what would you have, what, would, what would happen if he would have died? We'd have buried him. I'd have drove to San Antonio. And I sat in, in, in that service in English or Spanish or whatever it was, and that's what it done. But just bec- because someone didn't make it, uh, I'm not going to stop believing the Word or what, right. you know. Now, when I get to heaven, there's going to be some things I, 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 we, can, we might find out about. The truth is, I think when we get to heaven, we're not going to care. That's the truth. See, just because the, the mana block, see, now those of you that don't know what a mana block is, if you'll see Ron and I, uh, we can very well educate you in mana block because we know. But just because the mana block froze and broke and the water pump went out in the car and you're stuck in winning doesn't mean that your steps are not being ordered by God. Right. Just because you're living life you know minding your own business loving God being faithful to church and then all of a sudden you get a diagnosis of cancer and they I mean they had you gone a long time ago you know but but just because that doesn't mean doesn't mean that man I, I must be I must be I, my faith might, must not be working I must be out of the will of God. If I'm having trouble, I must be out of the will of God. When you look at Stephen's life, just because he was being stoned doesn't mean he was out of the will of God. Now, that's not exciting. Hey, that's not, I can can smile as much as I want to tell you, but that's not exciting stuff. Man, Abraham, who believed and hoped against hope and saw the, that's the stuff great sermons are made of. People being scorned. Cut in half, and, and, and that's not exciting Sunday morning stuff, guys. But we're going to hit bumps in the road. But God's going, you know, the, the greatest promise we have, stand with me for this, the greatest promise we have is, is um, God's going to help us through the bumps and roadblocks in the road. Amen. Amen. I mean, you've been prayed over so much tonight. I'm just going to say, leave, go, and be blessed. And go be light. Go be salt in the world. And just share Jesus. Amen.